What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers in a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's what up? going on? How is your week? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going on? What's so I've been slammed. <laughs> oh, I missed the acapella. <laughs> you guys, you know, you guys don't really know how to set the podcast mood for a brother. <laughs> uh, that's um, so I, I've been slammed with work, but uh, I've been watching Umbrella Academy in the background, and uh, I've got through season two. Now I just I just started the first episode of season three. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it when it first came out because I had just come off of Watchmen, and Watchmen was just so good and so amazing that anything else just paled in comparison. And that's but, why they can't. Watchmen uh, I like season, season no, two. They, they, they didn't right? cancel Watchmen. They were they just getting done. a second season. Well, how they was that? Done. That was like the most cliffhanger hanger ever. They were like, that's all we want to do. I had trouble getting into Umbrella Academy. I don't know. Maybe it's the, the CGI, like the oddly shaped Hulk looking dude. Just I mean, he looks weird. Shaped like I mean, the bad wigs. Yeah. yeah. Wig. I mean, you see him running. What's Diego running with? What's his face one time? And the wig looks so bad. I'm like, this is Netflix. You guys got a budget. You guys got a little bit of they, money. The, the guy they got in the monkey costume looked pretty great, though. Umbrella Academy is like an acquired taste, man. It's like it's you like, guys it's... just let that one go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a CGI sock puppet. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not oh, doing the monkey. Oh, the monkey <laughs> guys. Thanks, though. <laughs> Is that all you did, Chris? <laughs> that that's all, that's all I did. I've been working like crazy. That's all I did. Oh, I had a pretty man. slow week myself, too. A lot of work. Uh, who? RZA? I think I did a RZA music video or something like that, yeah, which was fun. Okay. Yo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I do a lot of stuff. I get, along, I get, I get around. And then um, I watched this this movie, <laughs> Hidden Figures. Oh, Okay. Have Have you seen that? Yeah. 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 Yep. The blackness was, re- re- required us to see it, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The movie was great. I was like really surprised. It was terrible. Hated that movie. I, I don't know if it was terrible, <laughs> but it made me go to like the internet and try to fact check what I like. I and I was sitting there going, "Why have I never heard of these people? Like, you know why is white, this not taught you know, in school? You know, the white savior didn't actually happen in real life. Like the guy who helps them all and gives her the speech." That's yes, and fake. well, but you have to have the white savior, or it's not going to be Hollywood. There you go. It's true. I mean, <laughs> that, that there was true. this movie. Maybe you didn't see it. It's set in China. Matt Damon is the savior of that one. <laughs> of course, he spends most of the time in the dungeon, but it's way better than that other movie that was set in Egypt, and they didn't have a single Egyptian in it. They're just like everyone in Egypt was white. Got to Egypt. So, yes. <laughs> You know, you got to pick your shot. So I, I actually didn't mind the movie. And I think what was so nice about the movie was despite the fact that Kevin Costner is not really a white savior in the film, but he's definitely, he well, he's like the only. And he, he didn't exist in real life. This isn't fiction. But the three ladies did. That's The movie yeah. wasn't terrible. What it did do is it brought awareness to the fact that why the hell haven't I heard of these women before? True, true. Right? Because so regardless of regardless of Costner's character, he wasn't the protagonist. He wasn't actually the one I was following the whole time. And what I walked away with learning wasn't I couldn't tell you what his name was. I walked away with an awareness that God dang man, what is wrong with the world we live in for something this monumental and when you fact check it is actually true 
and yet we've never heard of these women. This and when insane. you do, they still feel the need to put Kevin Costner in there and have him be the <laughs> champion of these women when that did yeah. not But listen, exist. when you dance with wolves, you're going to get your shot too. Ooh. Ooh, I see what you did there, Jack. I like I Thanks. think I like, it sounds sound, sound, sound sexy, Jack. Sound, mm. Sounds way better than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. <please. laughs> okay. Uh, my week was, I, I watched some stuff this week, man. Wife and I, we finally finished Stranger Things and uh-huh. Chef's Kiss. That thing is great. And any problems, like, I don't even care. I don't even care if there's a plot hole. I don't care. That thing is like, it just hits it. It just hits it right. I watched a show called Paper Girls. Oh, yeah. It's based yeah. off of a comic book. It's on Prime. It's like these four girls who are on a paper route in the 80s hijinks happen and they wind up like going to the future they go throughout time and it kind of has that adam project feel where they meet some they meet their future self and it's kind of endearing and interesting like Hmm. what happens when you meet your future you and you did not grow up to the thought you would be and Mm -hmm. how disappointed the 12 year old is and the 40 year old it's pretty cool it's it's weird but it's pretty cool i'm watching house of the dragon as soon as i get off with you guys that joint is sick we talked about it already watched it all over Mm. oh yeah because he ain't in california man (laughs) california is so behind the wave i know we have to wait what else did I watch? I think that might be that might be it. Oh, oh, oh! But I did. Okay, we talked about how I love going to stores. I love buying toys. I don't like buying them online. I like hunting, and I'm very disappointed most of the time. I went to my fourth Target today. It wouldn't be hunting if you weren't <laughs> disappointed most of the time. But here's the thing: I went to Target today, and I found this guy. Let me see. Let me see. My multiverse owl man from the crime syndicate. This joint is sick. Um, I'm going to do an unboxing on him. Now, this is the point of toy hunting. Look at this box. This box is trashed, it's It's destroyed. So, when I went to check out what was a $25 toy, turned out to be a $7.40. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Sometimes really? you gotta go to the store, Jack. <laughs> wow, because I actually saw that same guy in the comic book shop today yeah. and passed it up because I was like, eh, I don't know, I'll spend thirty bucks on it right now. Seven dollars though, forty nine cents. That's a bargain. All I know. You went to a comic book <laughs> shop. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, hold up. But I just be going to Target and like smashing boxes. Going, <laughs> hey man, this box is busted. I think you need to charge me like seven dollars instead. Jack, 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 don't be telling them. My- <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you? Know? The, that oh. movie has a a fantastic quote. It's like Batman and Owlman showing at the showdown. He's like, we both looked in the abyss. The difference is. You blinked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I, I did go to the comic book shop today. I picked up uh, my copy of 126 Batman because I haven't read that one yet. Oh, it's very good. It's very good. I, I, I heard there's a beat down in it. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it might be yeah. different with comic book shops than like just a retail store. Cause they'll give they'll they'll give you the discount. The retail the comic book shops probably try to get you you know the best prem primo box and everything like that. So they're going to charge you top dollar. But you know a discount place like a Target or a Walmart. But the Target and Walmart up, don't have Walmart. they just don't have the comics. And I'm going for the comics. Yeah. But I'm and, talking about uh, for like the toys, for like the collectibles oh, no. and the toys and whatnot. You, yeah, you yeah. Lawrence's 
Yeah, Mars up. is what, where it's at. Well, even yeah. Crispy posting all these freaking cells in Texas, and it's That's like, Texas, stop, man, man. You're making me feel it's bad. Sick. I yep. sent you a picture of the superpowers figures at Walmart today. <laughs> They're not on clearance. I saw. Yet, I saw. I have to go to Walmart tomorrow to do uh, shopping. I'm going to check the clearance, and hopefully I'll have some content for our YouTube. Man. And uh, we'll see, man. Somebody's good on clearance. Rich, you've been so patient. How was your week? Oh. How are you? <laughs> How are you, Rich? How are you feeling inside? Um, you know, I was feeling a little dead inside, and then I got on with you guys. Um, oh, here oh, we are. Let me scratch my side real quick. All right. Um, what have I been watching? Let me tell you. Uh, I knocked out two episodes of this thing that popped up on my Hulu, a Little Demon mm. from FX. Oh, um, it's oh I saw, yeah, I saw the preview for that. Was that good? It's all right so far. Like two episodes in is um, pretty much... The Antichrist is born, and uh, she's a woman or a girl, and she comes of age. Um, has her first, <laughs> she sheds her first blood, and it's it, it, it's like a it's like a good tongue tongue in cheek. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna like it, but um, Aubrey Plaza is in that, right? She's the voice of the mm-hmm. mom, I believe. Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec. I don't know who's talking to them. Things. I just I look at who's who's acting in after the fact. Got it. Um, got haven't got, got, it. got around to looking at who's plays what. Um, Archer season thirteen's out. Yeah, I saw that first episode. That's on season thirteen. Yeah, man, it's going. Jeez. It is going. Wow. Um, it just reminds um, me how quickly time moves. Yeah. Also, uh, ran through Umbrella Academy on episode three. I'm not run through it, but I'm on episode three of that right now of the se- uh, third season. Mm-hmm. And man, it is just I I can't get behind it. It's just like weird. Like, it's, what's it's very weird. I'm confused. And yet he's still watching it. On. I'm watching it. Like I'm watching. There's two girl. types of people in this world, Jack. Yeah, yes, exactly. I finished up. Um, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Have you found uh, out? Did, have um, you found no, out? it's not. Is it wrong? It's not wrong. It's not okay. wrong. It's that's, perfectly. That's simple. what my gut was telling me. And, uh, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like a good week to me. Yo, Chris. What up, Lawrence? I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? Which Avenger is always in a hurry? Which Avenger is always in a hurry? Black Widow. She's Russian. Wow. <sighs> one finger good. She's Russian. That, that might be the worst one yet. No, I put one goes away. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no finger guns for you, sir. Al- Sorry Aloha. Aloha was better. Aloha was better, actually. Aloha was better. Keep it to Aloha. That was better, Whatever. actually. You guys, you guys are ridiculous. Oh, you guys are ridiculous. Was... You should be ashamed of yourselves. But let's redeem this entire segment. We're going to go down the street, oh, make can. a right at the stop sign. We're going to fly through the red lights because we're breaking all the rules, and that will bring us to the collector's corner. Going time. We're at the collector's corner. We take something out of our toy chest, something off our comic book shelf, something out of our video game case. We showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Gentlemen, what do you got? Do you remember the days pre-McFarlane? There was a thing called DC Direct. Yeah. Where you had to search your comic book store for the cool figures you wanted. Hmm. You remember there was an awesome show called Batman Beyond? Oh, yeah. Well, here is my DC Direct Batman Beyond. Now... Here's the thing. I have a lot of these DC Direct figures, and I feel like some of those leg sculpts and chest sculpts are very much the same. But it wouldn't be a true Batman Beyond collection if you had the Batman Beyond 
without the Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis Ooh, unmasked. Look at that guy. So, unmasked. Yeah, I like the mat. The mat is pretty nice, though. Yeah, the mat's nice. Yeah. Is that is that DC Direct unmasked? I like it. That looks like Mattel. No. This one is. I I don't. I'm not sure if this. I'm not sure. This may be. This actually may be McFarlane because. Look at all this articulation in the torso. Oh, like early day? Oh, yeah. Look at that. Like, could be early This might be early McFarlane. Look. Look at all this articulation. (laughs) I don't know. Because look. Look at DC Direct. It has very, very little articulation, but it's still awesome. McFarlane didn't create articulation. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of did, though. (laughs) Hold up, though. He might have. Those early day Spawn toys that were coming out were just... Un- you ain't seen anything like that before the spawn line was dropped. That's true. I Phil has some spawn. Hold on. Keep talk amongst yourselves. I mean, just saying. I think, going? Uh, I think let's, uh, let's yeah. talk about that DC Direct. Uh, the legs. Look, my man look like he's a bodybuilder. What's happening right yeah, now? Yeah, he's, he's got like the rock well, caps. He's, right? he's just... That's what I'm saying. He's Listen just jacked. Jack, Jack, Jack. I really feel... His quads. I really feel like that's a Mattel... Oh, here we go. Oh, so Lawrence, for those of you who can't see, Lawrence has pulled out (laughs) his Bizarro and he's just flexing kneecaps. I just feel like actually, you know what? There is there is insignia on the bottom. I'll tell you what it says. Oh, he's reading. It says trying to read his butthole, but I can't read it. Trying to read his butthole. (laughs) I can't read it. I don't know. I gotta see. It's too dark out here. I don't know. It might be. I'll double check. I, I feel like they're the same articulation. It might. Well, it does look like the same articulation. Speaking of articulations, I'll go next. Thank you. Good. Yeah, thanks, Jack, for get, getting us back on track. Yeah. My show-and-tell item, and I've been hunting for... This is a toy. You might recognize oh. him. Oh, yeah. Whoa. This Which one is that? Is and I need Doomsday. that in my life. Yes. Well, I've been hunting for a really good Doomsday. I have a few in my collection, but none that just, like, really get me going. I saw this guy. This is the Injustice Gods Among Us Doomsday figure. Wow. And he's got... Oh, here, just rip his arm off. You see? <laughs> oh, Jack, that is making that is making YouTube, buddy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, me, let me pop this back in. Oh, All right. What were we so, saying about articulation? <laughs> he's, he's got... <laughs> Yo, man, these toys just fall apart nowadays. Durability uh, and playability. Well, what I was going to say was uh, he does have a lot of... We How much went, was that figure, Jack? Went, we all went from wanting that to like... <laughs> I can't nah, even get it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'll keep my 40 bucks. You know, the price point on this ain't even close to 40 bucks. So stupid how expensive this thing was. But he's but he looks great. I mean, he looks great. He comes with multiple hands, couple heads. What I tell you what I hate about him, though. He's, he's almost 12 inches tall. So he's yeah. a big boy. That's what she said. Um, pause. But what I don't like about him is his chest is very soft. He's got soft chest, and he's got a soft uh, ass. <laughs> he's got a soft booty. <laughs> so it's like it's a, it's a weird place. It's a weird place for soft plastics. But it makes it so. Easy that's a weird. Yeah, that's a weird dynamic for them to use it there. But but why in the crotch? Why would you have a soft crotch? <laughs> pause. <laughs> I mean, talk dirty to it. See if it changes. <laughs> But he is pretty. He is pretty mobile. And the other thing I, 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 I 
the other thing I really do like about him is he's such a great contrast to like a six inch and even a seven inch uh, Superman figure. <laughs> this is awesome. wonderful, Jack. That's sick. I, I free that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and the other thing you. Uh, I actually did an unboxing video. I've been waiting to give you, so I wanted to show and tell this first. So, sick. Doomsday, he, he is pretty sick. That's yeah, dope. Sick. That's yeah. dope. Soft crotch and all. Rich, what you got, I'm, man? Oh, uh, okay. So, I've been expanding my Star Wars uh, pops, and I found this guy. Rich is it's, done. It's the child. It's Grogu with the control. Oh, oh. Yeah, very, very sweet. Very, very hard. You guys are so lame. Whatnot. And uh, <laughs> I think this one will have to come out the box because I feel like he just, first of all, the box takes up too much space. But he would just look dope just outside of the box. I actually have another one I'll probably talk about later. But yeah, little Grogu, the child. That is mm. cute. Mm. He's I like almost cheating. I want there to be like a Grogu and Groot, like little mini animated. Oh, <laughs> the up to be the most cute. the cutest cast out, ever. right? The cutest series, man. Well, and it could happen actually. They're both owned by the mouse, man. Yeah, it can definitely Gro- happen. Grogu, um, Grogu. So today, as of our recording, it's August uh, twenty. What's today's date? Eighth. Eighth. Eighth, Ooh, you know what's happening tomorrow? Well, what's happening today, Jack, is Power okay. Rangers' anniversary. Yeah, that's true, too. So I figured that's I would true. show off some of my figures, which y'all know about the classic back to action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Ooh, I love it. And I have all. all. For those of you who don't know, Lawrence St. Victor is maybe the largest Power Ranger <laughs> head in the galaxy. In the universe. Yeah. And These for those of you who don't know, that Black Ranger was lost for years from a Christmas gift. <laughs> it was just in a cl- But I knew where it was, and I didn't know when it was right to tell my parents, like, so you know that gift that I found when I was supposed <laughs> to find it that you forgot about? <laughs> it's in the closet for the last few years. <laughs> Um, but I also got this gold ranger, which is pretty sick. And Jason came back as the gold ranger. Oh, and yeah. The movie figures, which is the same figures, but they just put them in like metallic. So this is like my old school Power Ranger figures. Got mad freaking play. But um, good picks, guys. And guess what, Jack? These old figures, you can pull their arms as much as you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll bet their ankles don't turn. You're right. There is no angle. No, it's the, no, they don't. <laughs> but the heads be flipping. The heads, listen, them heads flip. Rich, what you doing in the alley back there, man? Uh, you can't talk about stuff like that. You talk about the anime alley. <laughs> I got I to gotta find a better segue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about some anime if that's what you're talking about. That's what you're, that's what you're inquiring about. Man, but let me you tell want? you. Yeah. It's the year. 198 of the solar era of Tokyo. The special fire forces are fighting against a phenomenon called spontaneous human combustion in which humans belong. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm trying not to look at y'all. No, no. <laughs> okay. I was trying to be theatrical with it. In the year 198 of the solar era of Tokyo, the fire forces are fighting against the a phenomenon called spontaneous human combustion, where human beings are turning into living infernals. Um, yeah, 
that's pretty much it. We're talking about Fire Force, people, if you haven't caught that already. Uh, yes. What it is, is humans are turning into these creatures that are like living flame, like kind of burnt out, but they're still fire inducing. And they burn out the city. Um, Not every human turns into them, or so we thought mm. but not to spoil anything but anyway so we're running through running through uh shinra uh he's the main character he has a uh, he got the nickname devil's foot because he has flames shooting from his feet and his footprints look like devil's footprints but so not the rest he, of his body no not the rest of his body but he does have a sinister grin with like sharp teeth and whenever he's nervous he's constantly smiling he looks very very evil but he's very he's the nicest guy that you'll ever meet and he oh. always has your back. Always has I know your back. some people like that. Always, Rich? Always. always. Nice. So he's, um, he had a problem with his mother. She ended up passing away. He thought it was uh, because of him and his not being able to control his powers. Also lost a brother. But um, as the story goes along, kind of find a brother, kind of find some truths and things are going on. He joins the fire force, works his way up the ranks. And yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff happening in there. I, I, too much, I don't want to give it away. But yo, y'all really should be watching the Fire Force. Wow, it's rich always, is, is the. It? Uh... It's about. I'm gonna give it a nice. I'm gonna give it an eight. What? Ooh. You gave the other one an eight too. Damn. What's your problem? That's pretty freaking rich. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty rich. Now <laughs> I, I, I've caught some of this. It's yeah. sick. This thing yeah. is sick. This is good. What's the name again? Uh, Fire Force. Fire Force. Fire right. Force. Because I was I was on a uh, anime bender the other day and yeah. just not really finding content. Well, if you're on a bender, what were you watching? I, I'm not even going to list them all because it would just be me trash talking like 20 different things I watched. So you just like watch one episode of 20 different things? Yeah, that's wild. Okay, there's nothing stuck. <laughs> but now I'm going to try Fire Force. Yeah, try Fire Amen. Force. Rich gave it an eight. That's nice. I think it's that's time for rich. some news. It's time for the news, guys. So many things are getting canceled, and it's so surprising. But you want to know what's not surprising? Netflix cancels Resident Evil series after one. <laughs> anybody watch? Anybody? Anybody actually finished that? That was rough. I did. Nope. Wow. Rough. After one season, Resident Evil is canceled, which is very interesting because Netflix doesn't cancel things right away, but it probably just wasn't good and probably expensive. Cost some money. It wasn't. It was, it was not good. Yeah. It was not good. I mean, how rich was that one, Rich? That was a negative five. Yeah, oh, that's probably back. that's probably true. <laughs> below zero. Yeah. Um, we're getting another Godzilla Kong movie yeah. that's going to come out in uh, 2024, so they're going to team up again. I think they're going to get into their origins of <sighs> How they became Titans. How we so. can't get a Superman 2, but we're getting a 12th Godzilla movie. I'm with you, Jack. You know I'm with you. You know I'm with you. <laughs> I like Godzilla. I'm not going to front. House of the Dragon has already been given its season two order. That thing has come back for season three. It came out the gate swinging. Yo, fans were, people were upset that there was no warning label on that first episode. Okay. And about what? What did they think they were watching? Well, like, all right, let's, let's, let's keep it real. It it is not crazy to be triggered watching a woman die from a fourth C section. Oh yeah, that is not. But I will say, when you see the disclaimer TVMA graphic violence, yep, you you're going in. And in the Red Wedding, wasn't didn't a pregnant woman get stabbed? Ah, it was horrible. 
I mean, oh, Game yeah. of Thrones is just notoriously hard to watch sometimes. And we know that going in. So and if anyone was triggered from that episode, I understand. But don't look at that thing on the left corner and thinking that graphic violence. Oh, it's just, no. It's, it's, there's well, shows it's that HBO. Say, well, there's shows that say TVMA violence. And then there's shows yeah. that say graphic violence. Right. So it says viewer discretion is advised. So some discretion for yourselves. Your discretion I'm, not, I'm, not surprised. I'm not surprised people do it because when I used to work at uh, EB Games, parents would come in there and buy you know mature rated games for their kids, and you come mm-hmm. back like, oh my god, there's so much cursing and drug use. I'm like, ma'am, it said so on the box. Yeah. <laughs> people don't read boxes. Apparently, yeah, you gotta be much more responsible. There's a lot of content out there, and this this content's meant to trigger us on purpose. So yeah. Read the disclaimer. It's, well, that's actually a really good point. It is literally trying to affect you. And that scene in House of the Dragon was Oof. not supposed to be a scene that anyone watched easily. Uh-uh. It, it was supposed to make your stomach churn and, like, look at the choice this king made. So just know when you're watching these things, pay attention to the to the yeah. joint. It's, yeah. it's, it's warning you. Umbrella oh. Academy has been renewed for a fourth and final season. Um, it feels about right. They kind of kind of do the same thing over and over again. Like there's a yeah. problem that they kind of started that they have to fix and they got to like, keep saving the world to get together to That's... save the world and they get dispersed and have to get together to save the world. So pretty much what season. But it was right their now. fault. It's every season. <laughs> it's always their fault. Or one season their one, faults. season two. But um, I'll watch it. I'm, I'll go along for the ride. Shazam! Fury of the Gods and Aquaman! The Lost Kingdom have both been delayed. Well, you know why? Why? Well. A few weeks ago, I told you they were doing uh, Aquaman reshoots, and they're putting uh, Ben Affleck in it. They put it, but to push it a year for it hey, to man. go from it was it was supposed to be what is it? It's supposed to be released. Aquaman two was supposed to come out March twenty twenty three. Now it's coming out December. Aquaman two makes sense. They said they also have to do a lot of uh, the effects. Post production, right? Yeah. Why is Shazam being pushed back? That well, like here's done. here's what I'll say about all those movies. At this point, they're all multiverse multiverse films because there ain't no damn Superman. So it's got to be an else world. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you know how excited you were about the the new Batman the animated series. Don't don't Tim? tell me, Lawrence. They're coming don't back, and it's going to be like a spiritual kind of sequel. To yeah, I, I remember. HBO Max is get, not doing it any longer. Thanks, Discovery. Thanks, Discovery. But wait, I'm it's waiting. not completely canceled. So now it's on the pretty much on the auction block, and it looks like Netflix, Hulu, and I think. Prime might be interested. So it's not canceled. Hmm. It's just like if anyone wants to buy it, you can buy it. We should buy it. You got Batman yeah. money? Is anyone <laughs> got that Batman money? Right. I got blank man money. You say blank man? I got blank man money. Wow. I want to go back to House of the Dragon real quick because a lot of people got pissed off that there was a black Valerian. Oh, yeah. In the show. Man, <laughs> people got pissed off. And it's such a fine line, right? Because I get it. You want you want it to be accurate. But much of a Game of Thrones purist, Come that, on. the side book. <laughs> Y'all are going crazy over the side book. And um, the actor who plays him said, uh, he said, they're happy with a dragon, white hair, and violet-colored eyes. But a rich black guy is beyond the pale. <laughs> 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 Guys, come on, man. Like, you have to stop looking at these, these films and TV shows as adaptions. They're interpretations. If you're going into it that way, 
you're gonna save yourself a lot of headache. That's, that's an interesting uh, distinction to make. Mm-hmm. I'll, that's all I'll say on that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You guys know all this stuff is make is make believe, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, but it's, but the movie I watched this week wasn't. <laughs> right. And somehow they managed to get a white guy in there. <laughs> right. If that's okay, then can we at least get a black guy in the house of the dragon? <laughs> Unbelievable. Man. And and your answer is no. No. <laughs> Listen, you guys saw that movie White Chicks happen for a reason. Those guys are so desperate just to be in a Hollywood film. They, they went white yeah, chicks. That's it. It's the only way. And as we talked about, it is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers anniversary. This series has been going strong since 1993, and it's still on right now. Power Rangers... It's, it's a freaking phenomenon that is just keep going. And it's the most brilliant show ever because all the expensive stuff, they just grab it from Japanese footage. Haim <laughs> Saban is a genius. Uh, brilliant. Genius. Just have people talk and then cut to the Japanese footage. Um, we're going to go to the trailer park real quick. <laughs> Guys, yo, a dope freaking video game trailer dropped. Where wins meet. That's so good. Up. It looks so good. I think they said it's like a love letter to a uh, ghost of Tsushima. And it looks like that with a mix of um the Witcher, the gameplay. Feels like Witcher too. It's kinda Witcher meets um the Neo that had come out a little while back. Yeah. It just looks phenomenal. It's beautiful. There's one shot where like they're running and you know the camera's like going up towards the feet and the sky is red and the moon is huge and it's red. It, it's beautiful, man. It looks beautiful. Um, but that's the news. That was the news. Oh, hey, here's some real news though. NASA tomorrow, which would be in the past for you listening to this in the present, which is the future for us talking about it though is launching the artemis spaceship shuttle tomorrow morning at 6 a.m uh so you guys i guess i'm talking to you guys specifically right now if you want to see that don't care about space black people don't care about space (laughs) (laughs) chris do you care about space a little bit i like chris do you care about space (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> but for this segment, Jack, I, will, uh, I do care about space. I he'll love space. Allow, he'll allow it. <laughs> he'll allow it. Whatever. That's no, that's dope. That's dope. It's, going, can... it's going to the moon, and then it's going to Mars. Wow. All right. Good Ooh. talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Jack. <laughs> okay, Moving well. on. Moving on. Chris, stop laughing. Jack, stop Stopped. smiling. It's time for a debate. Let's get, get ready to rock. If you can have any toy manufacturer, examples, NECA, McFarlane, Hasbro, build a toy or toy line of your choice, what would you have them make and why? And side question, who's making your favorite toys currently? I'll take this. This is very, very, very specific because I've been having an issue finding good quality three and three quarter inch figures. So I would love to see. Now, they did bring back the G.I. Joes, but they were... They, they suffered. The, the, the detail was better, but the quality of the figures itself suffered. So I would like to see my favorite, McFarlane, make a three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe, but an O-ring G.I. Joe. That's the key. It has to be an O-ring G.I. Joe. Why would you choose McFarlane to make that? Because I like his detail a lot. Mm-hmm. And the detail really, because they tried to get that detail on that scale, but they got away from... What made the G.I. Joes G.I. Joes. And the same thing that happened to Jack's Doomsday happens with those new retro G.I. Joes where legs come off, arms pop off. McFarlane would be uh, 
innovating the G.I. Joe design, don't you think? Like, he's not just going to do that's the design. Why I need to, that's why it's my debate. I need the O-ring. Speci- very, very specific. Also, I, well, I, I have a question for you. Does McFarlane even do that skill? Yes. You, what's going to nope. happen? You're going to you're going to end up getting a bunch of six well, and seven inch GI Joes that you're not going to want. The page punchers. That's the classified series. I don't the, want that. The page punchers <laughs> with the little the figures. He has three inch figures in the the, the page puncher um, comics that are out. The first joints that drop. He has three inch figures. And if you look at the superpowers line, he kind of sort of recreated that from the '80s, so he can do it. He can recreate a line and add his little spin to it, but still be retro. And I can put this. I don't need that much more articulation. You want to add a couple extra joints to the knee or the ankle? Fine. I don't need 22 points of articulation. I just see, want I don't a high know. quality. Are we, are we allowed to... Uh, see, I don't. Uh, does the debate question allow us to tell the designer how to design the toy? Or I think... I think because the way I read the question is, if you're having McFarlane design your G.I. Joes now, you're going to get a McFarlane-style G.I. Joe. Look, yeah, I'm very, very specific on what I want. I want a you high might have quality. Chose, you might have chosen the wrong well, toy manufacturer, my but, friend. But here's the debate, Chris. You can't, like, <laughs> McFarlane's still making your toy. Not like okay. <laughs> So you're getting a McFarlane G.I. Joe. Now, I'm, I'm a- with you only because of the superpowers line. He was able to recreate what was in the 80s, which is very different than the other stuff he made. So he might right. be able to he might be able to pay homage to that if he wants. He could do it. He can do it. He could do it. He could do it. He, 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 he could, could do, it. do it. He could. I don't know if I'd expect that. He's going to look at our request and crumple it up and be like, okay, so we're going to make a 12-inch <laughs> G.I. Joe. <laughs> who's this guy trying to tell me <laughs> how to do my job? <laughs> yeah, who's this guy in this podcast? Get the hell out All of here. All the articulation. All the muscles. <laughs> Who's making your favorite We're gonna toy mess up right the now? Well, it's your favorite yeah. toy line. You look at my closet. This McFarland. I have probably forty unopened figures stacked to the ceiling in my closet. That's what's so odd about him wanting McFarland to play outside his wheelhouse right now. I like McFarland. I like what he did, and I'm, I like what he did. Lawrence is right. I like what he did with the Superpowers line. I think they could do it, but I'm very, very specific. I want. O-ring G.I. Joes. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, no, I understand. For those of you who are G.I. Joe connoisseurs, um, and I listen to this conversation from my little brother all the time, he swears by that O-ring. <laughs> it's yep. just true. <laughs> listen, I second the thing. I think uh, McFarlane is crushing it uh, overall as far as quality, build, and m- most importantly, price point. Price point for what that for what is being delivered to us at the price it's being delivered at McFarland hands down You're, is is the toy manufacturer for me. If I were going to choose a line, I would actually choose. See, I love play art, but their price point is like you got to shell out hundreds to get those toys. Mm-hmm. So I I would choose McFarland to make a toy line, and the toy line I would have him make for me. And I'm real split on this one. It's it's one of two things. I would either have him do a berserk line because berserk lines are like two to three hundred bucks a, f- a figure, and you, you just for anything that's actually well quality made. And who's spending three hundred bucks on a toy? Right. Yep. So to get McFarland to make a berserk line, I would s- gladly spend my money picking up all the figures. But if I could only have one toy line made, I would probably actually have Final Fantasy get a series run. Something that traces from like the original up to Final Fantasy VII's my jam, but I would have him just do all of it. Do now, the all issue, the Final Fantasy, the do issue the seven with inch McFarlane, figures. 
The issue with McFarlane for both of you is because of his price point, you don't get that many accessories. You're not getting that all the weapons coming in. You don't need it. Those characters only have like one weapon. Okay. You know? Yeah. Let right? me say something Cloud's about having, something McFarlane. Cloud's having so, his buster sword. You got Seth Ross having his big sword. Vincent just have a gun. They don't need a bunch of figures. Okay. Uh, uh, accessories. No, 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 yeah. No, I don't either. They don't, they don't do guns. Well, DC, no, they'd no. sell it. DC, no. DC McFarlane DC. doesn't do guns. No, DC. Oh, DC because oh, okay. McFarlane. His, his spawn figures. You, <laughs> he he literally, he just dropped the, uh, the, Got the Western all the spawn. Yeah. Yeah, rocking six shooters. So I would, ch- I would he, have McFarlane make it. Hmm? And he dropped a gun pack. Yeah. yeah specifically, McFarlane yeah. got no problem with guns. It's DC. Right. <laughs> right. So I would have McFarlane make me a, a proper Final Fantasy line, and I would spend all my monies collecting all those figures. And would you say McFarlane's your favorite toy line? Did you say that? Well, yeah, you said that. For the price point, I, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. For the yeah. quality and price point, you can't beat McFarlane right now. No debate for me. Rich, what you got? Listen, I'm not a, a big uh, toy collector like you guys. As we look at your shit. Yeah, right? He says the guy who owns every pop I've, ever made. I've just gotten those. And the pops, yes, they're great. They're great little, you know, things to put up on your shelf and, you know, to, to sit there and look pretty, I guess. But if I was to get a figure, I used to collect the Gundam figures. And I'm not sure because I threw them away or I lost them in, in the middle of one of my moves. But I bought a couple of more, which I displayed to you guys. And they mm-hmm. are from uh, Tom, uh, Tamashi Nations. Mm-hmm. And they are just dope, dope figures. Like They have great articulation. They stand up on their own. The weapon accessories are awesome. They're, they're geared towards their specific figures. And, yeah, I would, I mean, I would just run with them because I don't, I don't, I don't see a problem with them. Wait, you can have them, that manufacturer, make whatever toy you want. Yes. And you can like, have you can them have, with Like, you can have them guys making uh, Transformers. Right, but whatever I don't, you I don't, want. I don't want Flash Force. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you that they're great for, for, the, for these figures, and I haven't had a problem with them so far. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that the, that the figures that I had were also from that, this brand. I'm not 100% sure because, again, I don't know where they are. They just disappeared during my moves. But I would run with this company. And I would probably run and have them make Spawn. I know. So McFarlane we're loving on McFarlane, cool. and you're going to steal McFarlane. I'm going to steal. Like, listen. But is he going to make, on, he gonna make robot Spawns, or he's just going to make Spawn I'm, I'm Spawns? I'm going to make Spawns. Oh, they, they make more than just the, the Gundam, sir. Like, come on. You better get you better get with the times. They got the Elder Ring figures. They got, oh. they got a whole bunch of Dragon Balls. What's, the, what's the price point? Uh, That's a good question. I think these were, the, the Gundams were... I want to say at most twenty bucks. That's not bad. It's pretty, right. I, I, it's I, I think that I, normably when I see those in like uh, novelty shops are fifty, sixty, a hundred bucks well, for those probably, guys. You probably okay, got to get them when they drop. Thirty bucks, boom, thirty bucks right now. The resale on those. Right. Thirty bucks. Okay. I was at the comic book shop, but um, no, no, it depends on where you go. I don't think all of them. Well, I'm not this like uh, this this particular one here. Yeah, boom, thirty bucks, and yo, it's not it's not bad. It, it, it they hold up pretty nice. Um, they're not. Sometimes you get you get some figures and they got certain like accessories and they're like misshapen and deformed or whatever. Like the swords are always crisp. Like look at the plasma sword. It looks good. Always it looks crisp. good. Always crisp. But McFarlane has done a really good job at making okay. McFarlane characters. No. Here's my problem with McFarlane toys. Right? And I've been noticing. Let's hear it. The painting. I've noticed there's always I always have paint blemishes on my on my toys. You gotta look through them. That's one thing about McFarlane. You can't you look go, through them though. Yeah. Like how are you looking through them during the box? You gotta try to look through the bubble as much as you can to find blemishes. That's the that's thing why about, the price point. 
That's the price point. I don't you, like it. If you go NECA mm-hmm. or even higher, you're gonna get like really great detail and great paint, but you're paying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to open up. Yeah, McFarland gives you like eighty percent of that for a quarter of the price. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's what it is. Um, she nations. That's what okay. I smell you. I smell mm-hmm. you. Um, McFarland right now, I can't even say it's it's my favorite toy line. I got like twenty five <laughs> McFarland figures. Um, so I have to go with McFarlane. Although NECA, I'm digging NECA too. I got mostly McFarlane. Um, the toy line, man, mm-hmm. I, I, I like it when McFarlane does the retro figures, like the, the Adam West uh, night, uh, Batman 66 figures. Mm-hmm. So I want him to do more classic movie TV figures. Like give me a George Reeves uh, Superman figure. Give me a Dean Kane Superman figure. Give me your Christopher Reeves Superman figure. Give me a uh, 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 Linda Carter Wonder Woman. More so, I'm gonna keep him in DC because I I think Hasbro Hasbro's killing Ghostbusters, so I let them stay. But like, like, there's never been a George Reeves Superman figure, you know, or Fletcher well, cartoons figure. The closest thing to that is probably the front Superman Frontier. Right, that's but very I mean, George Reeves. Yeah, he's got the baggy Superman costume. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, well, there you go. Yep. The yeah, same, it does. The same way he got Adam West's likeness <laughs> on that '66 figure. I want George Reed. Like, I think it'd be really cool to have a collection of classic TV and movies. And, and uh, give me a Michael Keaton Batman. Give me a give me a freaking Val Kilmer Batman figure. Give me just that's a, a movie Batman TV Batman '89. Oh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val it's, Kilmer oh. Batman Forever. Oh, oh, that's what, so with like uh, hard nipple. <laughs> I want the nipples on there too. <laughs> the nipples is part of it. So yeah, that's what I want. I want Mark Farland to make like a classic movie TV toy line. DC specifically. I could rock with that. Yeah. I'd buy that. I know I'd spend money on that. Chris, you most definitely would buy that. I know I would. You I know. would. <laughs> yeah, I would. I definitely would. Um so great debate. Yeah, great debate. <laughs> I think we're all kind of yeah. on the same we're, page. We're we're, we're really at each other's throats on this one. Okay. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time, time for, the for the main, main event. event. Today, today, we're talking Spartan Sylvester Stallone. No, 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 no. We're we're talking no. Samaritan. <laughs> Let me take that back. <laughs> no, you got to live with that. <laughs> Spartan. <laughs> I think he was in a movie called Spartan one time. I think though. that's what happened. Samaritan starring Sylvester. Stallone. Let me give y'all a brief, very brief synopsis from the IMDb. A young boy learns that a superhero who's thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. We're going to give you our spoiler-free review, and then we're going to jump into our deep dive. Spoiler-free. Can I go first? Might as well. Go ahead. I'll go second. I call second. Ah, <laughs> uh, this movie, it felt like this movie was made by people who aren't superhero fans. So fair. But get the bullet points. Like they understand the big plot points. <laughs> so it felt like a 90s superhero movie, like early 90s. It felt like Steel. Damn it, Lawrence, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! it damn like it! Steel. It felt like Dolph Lundgren. And that's Punisher. my rec- That's my recommendations list. Oh, wow! Wow! Just just jumped the gun on that. But it felt like those movies, like Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, like you guys have in general an idea of the character, and you kind of just did your own cliche Thanks. thing. So it was very cliche, very formulaic. Um, the beats were there. 
just I felt like there was no love for the actual superhero content that it should have been. All right, Chris. I mean, I mean ugh, Lawrence, I had this great like witty, witty thing to say. This movie well, would be great. Just, if it was nineteen ninety two. Why don't you just say it and pretend like you didn't say anything and just pretend like you're going first? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to deliver. So let me go first. This, If this was 1992, this movie would have been awesome. But it's not. So what it is what it point. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page. Yeah, clearly. We are on the same page. Man. Um, I would call this movie predictable at best. I pretty much, and, uh, you know, Rich and I were talking the other day. I think we were all talking the other day. And uh, you can predict this movie within the first 20 minutes, beat for beat, how it's going to play out for the next hour after that 20 minutes. And um, I did. And that was my experience. Predictable at best. Yes, it was predictable. Um, Like Jack just said, I definitely, the first 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah, I know what's happening here. I know what's going to happen. And the kid, even though I love him, Euphoria. Yeah. mm I don't like him here. Yeah, it's rough. That's pretty much it. No spoilers. That's it. That's all I got for it. it. Well, let's (laughs) let's jump in, baby. Let's jump in. So we get into this crazy intro, which actually looks pretty dope. It's animated, and it kind of tells you the story of these two twin brothers who have powers. And honestly, this is where I figured out the twist. They said two twin brothers both have superpowers. One's good, one's bad, and one dies. I was like, oh, I figured it out in the first 30 seconds. Which is fine. So then, um, big brain on this guy, dude. Yeah. So, (laughs) well, I mean, they set it up. They when they made a point. They look exactly the same. They both have powers. One's evil. One's good. And they both die. It's like, come on. If you didn't make him the twist, I'd be like, what movie are you doing? So then, basically, there was a big fight in like a, a power plant reactor, whatever, and we believe that. Samaritan died. They both died. Samaritan and Nemesis. One brother became Samaritan. One brother became Nemesis. Guys, right now I'm digging the movie. I'm cool with this so far. I'm like, okay, let's let's see where yeah. it goes. I like the city. I like that it kind of feels Baltimore, Chicago, Detroit. I don't know where, but it feels it has texture. Jack, the city has yeah. texture. Yeah, I had trouble <laughs> after the VO start with the film, though. If I'm being honest. Oh, speak on it. No, I'll skip it. Go ahead. Keep, Speak keep on recap. it. Oh, that <laughs> VO was so lame, and I couldn't decide whether I thought it was the kid. And I again, I think he's incredible in Euphoria also. And I really agree that he should be playing a Robin in the next Batman movie. Please make and I and Robin. honestly, I kind of still feel that way. He has he has some really good moments in this, and him on the roof doing the shadow boxing. Like kids got moves. But I couldn't decide yeah, if boxer. it was... He's an actual boxer. That's what I mean. Yeah, kids got moves. So, but I couldn't decide whether I thought it was the delivery of the VO or just the writing of the VO. Honestly. Is, like, I, even the like the bad CGI. I like, everything writing, right off the top. Hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. For, for Chris looks confused. What does VO mean? For Chris. Oh, for Chris. For me. For me. That's good. That's good. So in the first... <laughs> Like two minutes of the movie, you had a voiceover that recapped. So VO is the voiceover. Oh, that. I got it. All right. right. Got you got that, that, Chris? I appreciate it. Yeah, got it. Thanks. All right. So, so it really kind of set the movie up. It, that put me, I uh, was apprehensive right at, right at the top, actually. I was all right with Like a part of me going in, I love Stallone. Yeah. But like, I know 
I'm ex- I had a certain expectation level with him in a movie like this. So yeah. I was all right with it. I think it was the writing, to be honest with you. The, the, yeah, I was, was excited writing, for this movie, even man. For Stallone, hmm? Even by Stallone, by measuring on, on, just on, on a Stallone meter, he felt wooden and like phoned in for his performance. It was like they took the best monologues from Rocky and tried to superimpose them in here. Or like his monologue, like he's got some monologue gems and even Rambo, and they try to wedge those in this film where he says the same thing to the kid, you know, his antidotes. I don't, I don't think he was wooden. Okay, the biggest problem with this movie is, is that they made the whole movie about the twist. So when you make a whole movie about a twist, you're doing everything in your power not to give it away. So you're not going to have your your lead actor show too much vulnerability because you don't want you don't want to know that he's actually tortured because he's the bad guy. And by making it all about a twist that we've all figured out, we're not actually seeing a human being being. We're actually yeah. seeing this guy who's responsible for his brother's death, who was a bad guy, who sees a city that's around him falling apart and it's his fault. And he's dealing with that. We're not actually getting a chance to go inside the guy because they have to save it for the twist. Now. But they don't save it for the twist either. Yeah. I mean, listen, you picked it up in the first 30 seconds of the movie. And if you didn't pick it up by then, you probably picked it up in the first 20 minutes of the movie where you see him actually beating the hell out of children yeah. in, a, in the most violent way. Right. And you're like, this guy's not an ex-hero. This was clearly, I mean, there's just no way to miss it at that point, you know? Even ex-Superman who's gone overboard isn't going to violently abuse children. <laughs> They weren't and children. He just, so they here's my biggest. Children. Yo, they were teenagers. They were teens. But here's my biggest problem. Because they're they so focused on the twist. They were like, yeah, I don't know. Years. I don't know because that's a cautious example. All right, but they were still young. This guy, anyway. young. Yeah. But my big, yeah, he was young. But my biggest problem is because they're so focused on the twist. The rules they set just didn't matter. So also- I want to jump ahead, but yeah, let me. Do, I'm gonna jump ahead because he he he's a, a bioreactor. Th- that 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 showed up twice, but it should have showed up way more times. Yeah, it, you know, it was just inconsistent. Um, needed the kid to save him. At the, the power moment. comes from him, but yeah, but the and wh- why are they just chilling in a burning building, just having a conversation in a burning building? Here's another question, and, and I, I'm begging anyone to answer this. And this is when a script lies. His body was covered in burn marks, right? Except yes. for we saw the flashback with him and his brother, and this guy was never near the flames. He was fully clothed and walked away from the whole event. His brother fell into the flames. So why is his body covered in burn marks? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. the whole place went on mm-hmm. fire. But so we he- saw him, a superhero who can jump from building to building, perfectly fine by the end of the fight. Jack, he was he was not burned the, up. That wasn't my biggest issue with this movie. It should have been. It should have been because can we, t- can we talk about how the superpowers turn into magic and he imbued hatred into a hammer? Yeah, that was odd too. So he has yeah, an yeah and what's up with the hammer glowing? Is there power in the hammer? It had to be the hammer. He the hammer, but took, why, why, does, why does it glow? He put his hatred into it. Remember, he put his hatred into the hammer, and that's why the guy who took the hammer was able like sometimes that guy just. Well, he was able to, like, blow a whole building up just by flicking the hammer. Anyone who held the hammer could have powers. So when you look at this movie, you see a bunch of, like, superhero points. I see them see their plot points on a bulletin board. And it's like, if they just focused on the character and was like, forget the twist. Start out with us knowing who he is and dealing with the fact that he is a bad guy and maybe he could be good. And have the kid figure out he's nemesis halfway through and say, but you can change. Then we're we're dealing with the story here and not just... 
this robot walking around hoping that we don't get it but it's like of course we got it because ultimately your twist didn't matter your twist it didn't un- matter unbreakable the whole time mm. we knew that he was what he was what, what, what sam jackson said bruce willis was there are certain movies that have come out that have made audience members smarter and sharper and the second Fight Club hit the market in the 90s, anyone who's trying to pull a twist off just have to really up their game. And this movie did not. They didn't need to do it. Let me ask you guys a question. Once he, once, he revealed the, once he revealed the twist in the end, we're jumping all over the place, but it, this movie's a mess anyway, so it doesn't matter. Once he revealed the twist at the end, he's no, it's, that's when he just started killing people. Like, he went from like, smacking people around to, like, oh, no, I'm really nemesis. I'm a bad guy. Now I'm going to start killing because now you know I'm bad. Like, but he what the hell is going on? There's no was, rules, no nothing. Wait, that's not true. He was he was kind of, like, murking people. When the, when the five guys were following him in the homeless encampment, yeah. He killed all those guys too. He, and he, he, he didn't make sense. In the in the in the warehouse, he didn't have to hide. So he didn't have to worry about being discreet. That's right. why you got him ruthless. That part that part for me tracks. He also he had his hammer control. back for the first time. And I I was wondering if there should have been like that you used neg- it more? Well well that <laughs> anger that well yes, but also all that stuff that he built into the hammer imbues him once he picks it back up again. But I don't know if the hammer. The we're hammer didn't empower Jack. Him. He empowered Jack, we're, the hammer. we're reaching. But the hammer empowered the other guy. No, the hammer was just powerful. He oh, was it able did. to wield it, but it, it didn't Fair-ish. give him power. But why would a guy want a hammer instead of a gun? Why would guys with guns keep shooting him knowing that it doesn't work? It doesn't make any sense. And <laughs> why, why he when got, he got why, hit by a car, he went nuclear? Yes. But not by a dozen exactly. bullets? Guns, yeah, this guy's freaking taking This movie did not follow its own uh, its own rules that it set up. It was all over the place. It was like I'm, I wasn't sure if he was bulletproof or the bullets were passing through him. I, I no, know they, what was going we on. saw you know, bullets they, go through his body. He, yeah, was, he was healing. Yeah, one went through his shoulder. Maybe the car was like it was blunt force trauma. Like it was like a it was like a bomb <laughs> going off that he can take. Bl- Listen, <laughs> the, the thing of this movie isn't really about the superhero part of it. The movie is really about a boy and this make guy. Sense. Well, no, it's about this young kid who's on his own and he meets a sort of father figure. He doesn't have a father. We've seen this a million times. That's what the movie's about. I'm going to yeah. teach you how to fight. I'm going to teach you to stand up. But they don't do that either. No, it's just like a shadow box. I was waiting does, for a he, montage. That's a pretty- he, doesn't even, he doesn't even show the kid how to fight. He just lets the kid throw some punches, hurt his hand, and then they go eat ice cream. See, yeah. that's the problem. With, that's the problem. A kid... Who knows how to fight but won't fight like we got to unpack that it's like he's he has no confidence and he's scared but he knows how to fight why won't he throw a punch like there's so much character and depth within that question it made even less skin, sense skin well it felt no i'm sorry this i to me it felt like this is what happened the script needed a kid who didn't know how to fight and was asking for help because he lives in a dangerous hostile environment but they got an actor who was sick at fighting, and they wanted to showcase that. So, then make so it they blended the it too. So you make it but, work for the story. Why is this kid who's capable afraid? Like I agree. With the fear. I agree. But whoa, Doomsday <sighs> down. Uh, falling apart. No, <laughs> Doomsday hated it too. Um, this is a really, <laughs> this is a really good movie. There's a really good movie in this movie that is barely touched. Like, there's a really good movie here about a retired super villain 
who is dealing with the fact that he's responsible for his brother's death and he will pick up his own brother's helmet and do good. Like there is a good movie in this. I movie. agree. That's it's... not what he did though. That's not no. even close. To no, what that's he did. that's the movie no, that this we is... were supposed to no. watch. That's a better better movie. Lawrence is telling you better movie. All right, we watched ah, we watched this superhero this supervillain um walk around and act like he didn't do anything and just try to live a normal life. And it was duty. <laughs> <laughs> it was duty. All right. <laughs> Let's just be for real with this. You trying you're trying to find the inner the inner greatness of it and what it could no, have been, but I, that's not what it is. I'm not trying to find the inner greatness. I'm just saying that when we look at those movies in the nineties, they're bad because there weren't fans involved. And you can look at those movies back in the day and go, Man, if you had a Kevin Feige involved, that's how you turn the Punisher into John Bernthal's Punisher. The beats are the same. You just have no one that they, they have the grace of a sledgehammer. And here you're watching a movie like if y'all easily just did this, it would have been watchable. Yeah. No, I think that I think that the, the biggest problem for this film was it was trying to be slick and it didn't need to. It was trying to be shocking and unexpected and it didn't need to. It did not need the twist. And the problem with the twist was it's not a twist because everyone figures it out within like 20 minutes, but it's an hour and a half film and the actual movie agrees to the twist at about the hour 15 minute mark. So everyone watching the movie is ahead of the wave and it's hard to enjoy something when you're just waiting for that thing to catch up to you. But, but let's say they pulled the twist off this whole time. I think he's the good guy. Then at the end, I find out you're a ruthless bastard. If they had how pulled that fix, off, but how do you fix that? Well, if they had, if the, if that had actually landed, I think it would have been a more enjoyable experience. It would have been terrible because you would have had ten minutes for this guy to redeem himself. <sighs> That's trueish. You would. Have well, yeah, of course. Well, you no, have, no, you no, have no, to, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. It's, it's not true. It's not true because for the twist to have actually worked, we would have need to have seen the redemption element of it happening throughout the film. Meaning, he needed. We needed to actually think he was the good guy. Right. So I'm saying, without changing the movie. If the you, twist you, needed to ch- you needed to change the movie. <laughs> right. You would a have to see here. him be a, a good yeah, guy. And yes. then you it's needed, like, oh, it's your you, guilt. You needed to see the guy who spent his life trying to make up for the fact that he had killed his brother. So he helps the woman across the street. He works in the community outreach center. He, of course, he's helping the kid. You know, maybe he's not actively a superhero anymore. He put the hammer away, but he's finding ways to make society better. That's not what I mean, we saw. Or, or, or like he's, he's completely down and out and depressed or he's or he's down and out sure but the guy was, who's there, there was yeah. a, there was an element where where he went to the um the pawn shop and he it seemed like he had like a relationship with the with the owner with one guy yeah, yeah with one guy and he yeah was, he did like his co-worker because he knew about like he was like oh we find anything good you know it's right it, like they were trying to plant seeds of that but they didn't they didn't do anything with it no like, but i would but, i would have loved that i would have loved the fact that yeah he was a bad guy and he tried you know he just wasn't being a superhero anymore a supervillain anymore was just trying to just be a normal person and uh, just doing good within his community mm-hmm. and like maybe getting like little elements of oh, you know a vigilante stop this you know a robbery over here or a mugging over here and, and that's that's him trying to redeem himself or, and then you know, but just dealing with the consequences. Like you have a guy out here who's turning into a mustache twirling villain in your name. Nemesis signs are still sprayed throughout the city. There's people live. causing destruction because of what you stood for. So how can mm-hmm. you be in this city watching a fall apart? 
because they're inspired by you. That's the problem. Yeah. Like by the end, when he fought the bad guy at the end, and it was so cliche, but there was never that moment of I made you. Like I inspired this. This right. is my fault. Right. <laughs> well, he kind of. There is a moment where the guy who's taken his mantle does say that I'm executing your plan, and he says there was never a plan. That was, was never, never a the plan. plan. It was just a trap. Right. Right. Um, but still, he's doing this because he believed in you. Like, he got but, Nemesis tattooed on his face. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this movie, Beat for Beat, was like, like, even when he's, when the guy, when the kid says, why are you carrying around broken stuff? And he goes, why are you wearing a broken watch? Instantly, I go, okay, so now Sylvester Stallone is going to fix the kid's yeah, watch at some dead. point in the movie, and then he's going to yeah. be like his surrogate father figure, and they're going to, da 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 And it was like... Can we talk about how the watch, because there was no reason, like when, when, when Salone goes to leave town and then he comes back just in time to save them, there was no reason for him to come back. <laughs> oh, I fixed this watch. I'm like the most random, coincidental. Well, but but it, it, but it could, it, can, can, but it could I, have worked. I, it could have worked if the seeds were actually planted for it to work and then nourished, still to get not pushed. Just in time and still and, like... Can I can I add some additional trash to this? So the he went back after our our kid has been kidnapped, right? The mom was there. The mom got smacked up. Stallone walks in and sees the mom just sitting on the floor. I'm like, your on son is kitchen. missing. Your son got kidnapped, and you're just chilling. You're just chilling in the Call kitchen the floor. Like, you're a terrible mother too. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Remember in the nineties, like they never called the police Every- in these movies. <laughs> yes. They never called the cops. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, uh, oh, the, man. They, when they burst into Stallone's house or apartment and just, and just started, started shooting. shooting. <laughs> like, well, like, straight off the rip. Well, what were they shooting at? At one point, they were just Nothing. shooting the desk. <laughs> they, they were, were just like, shooting everything. Shooting, just shooting it up. I was like, you know what you're no looking sense. at right now. You're just All shooting right. the desk. All right. This movie had problems, clearly. I'll tell you what I liked about it. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> it had texture. It had texture. It did. Listen, Sylvester Stallone's great. I like that he was. The protagonist in the film, and um, he's always I, the protagonist. I, I almost like the relationship dynamic between him and the kid, and I. It's hard to watch this as a fanboy, Jack, because even when the kid found out he was he was he was Samaritan, I was like, "Aren't you gonna geek out more?" He's asking a million questions. How do your powers work? What do you do? Why'd you stop? Why'd you make that costume? What's it made of? Like all the stuff you would ask if you found out your next door neighbor was Superman. Oh I was gosh. like, "Kid." Go for yeah. it. Why do you have all Nothing. this ice cream that seems to be a huge yeah. important and instead, And instead and what he did ignored. and instead what the kid did is he went to some random C character who we don't even know at this point to tell him that the Samaritans and then the next thing he does he breaks into his house to steal some scrapbook and all the while you're sitting here going why haven't you just gone to the guy yet? Why haven't you gone to the Samaritan? Yeah, yeah I was just totally talk lost. To him. I was totally lost. Yeah, because you totally should have you should have went to him, and then he denied it over and over, and then, and that then you go to, to the, break yes. into the you know, yeah, yeah. Know. I'm like, what? can we talk? Can we talk about though? I was almost on board with this until we got to the bad guys. If y'all don't know what a mustache twirling villain is, uh, but every is single one of them, all of them, 
all like, of when them. The, when did it feel like RoboCop to you guys? Yeah, it's just, like, yo, just yeah. Did it feel like the bad guys RoboCop? Yeah. It's like, why did you steal that little girl's ball? Yeah. Like, why did you have to steal her ball? Oh, this poor God. girl in the alley playing with Because I want you to know. Because I want I, I, I want the audience to know that this guy is a bad guy. Yeah, and bad he did guy. it laughing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, he was annoying, thing. and the Dakashi 69 dude was annoying. They were just, both annoying. Oh, man. They were like late 80s bad guys. Dude, I'm sorry. Yes. That, that, and if and if this girl, was 1992, this movie would have been great. Yeah, you know, this movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. That's because that's because we that's yeah that's because we'd be ten years old and it would be awesome because we don't have anything like, to compare I mean, it to. Yeah, we'd be ten I mean. years old. Man, I gotta tell like, you guys, we were like old, yeah, when it came like, out, right? Dope. Yeah, this is awesome. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because yeah. even if I was ten years old, I'd still seen Avengers. This, the, <laughs> I, I put people on tape for this. What? A year and a half ago, and I've been waiting for this movie. I've known about this movie for over a year and a half, waiting for it to come out. I like, I've really been excited to see Stallone in a in a superhero flick, and I'm just ultimately very let down by what I watched. Well, the set looked good. Yeah, the texture was yeah, great, and there were moments. I mean, there were moments, and it it was nice to see Stallone as a kind of superhero character. I like how they handled his powers in the first fights, like his super but it, strength. But it wasn't crazy. The warehouse was just like guys. It just machine wasn't guns consistent. Don't work. Why do y'all keep running up on this guy with guns, watching him kill all your friends, and you still gonna run up on him with a gun for twenty? <laughs> So I'm different. You with I'm different. Guns. Like, get out of there. Leave. I would have been like, I'm out. I'm yeah. not enough of this. Um, and I don't know what the nope. bad guy wanted. He wanted to like. He wanted just anarchy. He wanted to yeah. shut down the power grid and just anarchy. He's 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 a bootleg Joker. He's a bootleg Joker. He just wants he just wants to see the the no, city burn. He, he wants is, the rich people to fall and the poor people to stand he's up. Robocop. He's a 1990s late. No, he w- he yes. wanted what he wanted to do was continue the work of his hero, the nemesis, who died trying to wipe out the power of the city. At least that's what he believed. But I'm so like, he wanted to continue that. that what do you do? Then, <laughs> and why does out. why does how does knocking out the power to the city actually achieve anything ultimately? I don't, I mean, what? Like okay, you get looted. People can't go the online. Said it best. He's like a he's like a dog chasing a car. Like once he gets it, he doesn't know what to do with it. No, that's not this guy. This guy, I'm not giving him that line. Don't this guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you this this guy is the guy you want to show a magic trick to. Yes. Please don't use a dark knight to explain this movie. <laughs> No, I had another issue with the the grenade. Um, it was like a, a so weird, like black smoke plasma. Grenade. Yeah, smoke grenade. But also yeah, black plasma. Yeah, but, but also it only affected. Yeah, and it was also it, super strong. It was also inconsistently thing. strong. Yeah, the only it did the only it did the EMP thing twice, and the third time it was used, it just blew up the car, or at least that that area there. But everyone's phone was still active. Got to know right. That. Mm. Yeah. yeah, everyone that had their phones out, they were just like, "Oh, ooh. like wait." A minute. I go back to, I, I go back to what I was saying. This movie did not pay homage to its own rules. If you're setting up rules in a film, this is screenwriting 101. If you set something up, you have to follow your rules, or the audience is eventually going to just uh, you're going to lose their trust. 
You know, you're going to lose their respect. You're going to lose their trust. You're going to lose their patronage because you can't follow your own damn rules. And you need to have characters who <laughs> want something. I I didn't know outside of them telling me this boy was a fanboy of Samaritan. I don't know why he wanted him back. Is he tired of this? Like, I, I didn't see a kid in this city that wanted out. I didn't see this kid in this city that wanted hope. I didn't see a kid that's crying for a superhero to come save him. I didn't get why it was so important. Specifically for this kid, not in, in general, yes. I get it. The the idea, but why the why? Why kid? You have a you have a scrapbook where you just drawing this guy constantly. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need from him? But he wasn't doing yeah, but, that yeah, anymore yeah, than the villain. Bad, bad choices. Hmm? Right. But he wasn't doing that anymore less than like the villain was doing the same with Nemesis. You know? Right. It was just, it was it wasn't specific enough. It wasn't like like we said with the villain, you destroy the power grid. What do you want? What do you who is yeah. Nemesis to you for real? You know what this felt like to me? It felt like it was like the third draft of the script and they ran out of time to actually work on it and flush it out, figure it out. This this script needed maybe three to six more drafts before it should have went to production. I don't think they ran out of time. I'm giving them I'm giving them the benefit of my doubt. These guys got pushed. They they pushed the schedule, they run out of time. Chris, you know business, man. You get money. It's a certain year. You got to spend this money up or you getting taxed. We got to make a movie this year. We got to yep. go to production with something. That's this it. Year. And That's we what don't I'm care saying. what. But we don't care what it is. Because even what? if it's bad, it's still good for business. We need that write-off, baby. <laughs> we give that write-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're, unless you're uh, HBO and then you're just going to get rid of it anyway. Big tax write-off. <laughs> they made they money getting rid of that girl. spent that money, all right? Wait, you think? Yeah, that's a big write-off. Yeah. They didn't lose money getting rid of Batgirl. They have to spend yeah, you write off you write the entire value that, of the series. Yeah, they have they have to spend a certain amount of money that yeah. year to produce yeah. anyway, and then it didn't work out. Tax incentives. That's why they're not canceling the two hundred and fifty million dollar Flash movie. But they canceled the ninety million Batgirl movie. Ninety million is still ninety million. No, it's, it's not. No, it's a write off. Wow. Business. All right. This, well, who this writes is, it off? The right off people. Basically, yeah. you have a certain amount of money. To make your, <laughs> you have a certain amount of money to spend. You have to spend this money this year. So that's that's also why the Justice League film that they were like, no, we got to get this movie out, even though it's whack, because we get bonuses if it comes out this year. Well, if it's any indication about how we felt about this movie, the fact that we're talking about everything except for the movie at this point, we're talking about think, ta- about tax codes. Well. <laughs> It might be time to move on. Yes, this movie, guys, was... Yes. It Man. wasn't even fit for streaming. Like, it wasn't even like, well, it's free. Oh, that's hard. It was like... Ooh. I was like, this is like... This is like Spawn. This is like Steel. This is like... We've evolved from this. This would have been great if it came out 30 years ago. And I was that's 10. <laughs> so should like, we grade it yep. on a curve? No. <laughs> Do not. Hell no. It came out now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where do we rank it? Lawrence. It came out now. Me? Yeah. I give it a four point five. The point five is because I love Stallone. <laughs> wow. Point five. <laughs> but the movie did not have a reason for existing. Like I don't know why it was made. I don't know what you guys are trying to say about good or evil. I don't know what you're trying to say about redemption. I don't even trying to say about anything. At the end, I don't even know if he goes on to be a hero. Like, where do we? What are we walking away from? Yeah, That's who's changed? There's a sequel. Just walking. But who's changed? The boy is the boy changed. He's kind of the same. <laughs> nope. <laughs> who's changed? Nothing. 
Know, Rich, where are you at? The people who, who got burned in the fire. You got the head nod and what's changed out here, brother? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this a three. Um, it was horrible. The 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 gratuitous gun <laughs> shooting and the gun violence for no reason that did nothing to anything except you no know, put holes in walls and break windows and desks and beds. Um, the horrible child who I don't. I don't know what, what was he trying to like be good, but then do bad things. I don't know. And then his best friend, like who, who was that kid? Who was that guy? Why are you mad at him? I'm mad at him because he, <laughs> no, he, he was a bully in his his own way. He was saying that getting a small kid to do all the work and like he just sat on his fat ass. He needed to do some exercise. Okay. Um, <laughs> the mother who was just a horrible, horrible mother. You took hundreds of dollars. From horrible mom with no questions asked. Well, she just got out of prison. No. I mean, she'd been in Orange is the New Black for how many years? She probably just got released. You know what? I would appreciate if that was a, that was a story, but she was a nurse. Yeah, okay? it's a, it's a Nurses be killing it when making money, man. But anyway, um, yeah, she had no plan, no direction for the family. Um, the kids well, watched. Rich, it's the hood. It's <laughs> the hood. Let them go, man. I'm gonna make. I'm I'm gonna make enough money to get out of here, and then what's the plan? The kid had more sense than her. Then what's the plan? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. That's the that should be the kid's plan to get enough money to get away and then figure it out. I you love, should have a plan, mother. I love, I love that it's the morality of this thing. <laughs> I'm not done. Okay, all right, going, yeah. baby. the story, the, the the powers didn't make sense. Okay, all right, we got you got two brothers with superpowers. All right, they're just super strong. We'll call them mutants, right? We'll call them mutants for the sake of argument. But now this one particular mutant is able to hone his feelings and put it into a weapon. What? What? What are we talking we, about? We only, we, and we're only implying that. We don't know that for sure. We're just so, implying wait, that. So why? Let me ask you guys this question real quick. He put his feelings into a hammer. <laughs> it happened in the beginning of the movie. So why why was it hard to digest it? Because we've seen this stuff happen all the time. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it's like Thor's hammer. Only I can pick it up. Why? Because you said so. I agree. Fine. But, we'll move on. So why? But anybody this... can pick it up because they didn't. They didn't put any any spark or any like uh, inkling that their powers are anything more than just them being strong. But they really didn't wasn't... break down the powers of what they, what it was they were. They just said they're really strong. Mm-hmm. But then in the beginning, he said, "This is what I'm able to do." This is this is all in the fir- the beginning. The first. No, that's not what he, he that's not what he said. That, he, he didn't say that's what he's able to do. That's they said that that's just what he did. Right. So in the beginning of the movie, they're showing you what they're able to do, what they're capable of. Well, well he only did what's, once. But it's not what's like they odd fought, is, it's not like they fought with weapons and they made their own weapons with special abilities and stuff like that. This man made one weapon one time mm-hmm. to fight his brother, and apparently the only thing that could affect him was that hammer. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Which also isn't true. Just getting hit by a car affects you. We know we know Buick Regal can affect you. Dropped into fire can affect you. Right. So there's a lot of things that actually hurt you other than the hammer. The movie's also had a deficit because the beginning of the film sets up the film from an outsider's point of view of what they think the reality of the two brothers were. But then the film, as it cracks open, doesn't really add insight from the brother's point of view as to the reality of the situation. So we're only really still experiencing it from an unknown narrative. You know what I experienced? <laughs> yeah. A three, a three out of five movie. <laughs> That's absolute trash. A three out of five we, or a three out of ten? Three out of ten. Ten. Three out of ten. Three out of ten movie makes it even worse. That's what I experienced, okay? He goes three out of five, so three out of ten. It's still three. Wow, that's a pretty different ratio, though. Um, Chris St. Victor? 
Uh, I give it a four. It only, and I feel generous with four, but only four because it kind of it brings some nostalgia for '90s superhero movies. Bad '90s superhero movies. Mm-hmm. No one likes Steel. I don't care how old we were. Nah, I don't like Steel. <laughs> no one likes Steel. Chris. Steel is good. Look, four hard yeah. four. That's it. Yeah, this movie suffered a lot. I think a three might be a little harsh, but and I think a four point five might be a little high. <laughs> Only for Stallone, baby. I I probably I I go with Chris, man. I give the movie a four. Um, and it's begrudging, man. I really, really wanted to like this film. I was I was it was very anticipated. It was on my list of movies I knew I wanted to see this year. Mm-hmm. Four. So someone do the math on that. Three, four, four, four point five. Oh no. Three seventy five. Well, you got to round up. Four. Four. Three, three by four. Three point eight seven five. Four. <laughs> four. It's a four. All right. So it's a four. four. Yeah. It was a tough one to swallow, but this is the movie we got. Uh, <laughs> wow, we're really trying to get canceled. We better wrap this up before we don't have any shows left. You right, you right, you right. Well, that is our take on Samaritan. It just needed geeks like us to be in the creative room we would have made sure those powers and stuff made sense and screw the twist who needs a twist redemption is way better than a twist so chris do we have any recommendations we do so the 90s was a fun time for terrible superhero content right so i'm going to give you some terrible yet fun 90s superhero content because this movie felt like it came out of 1992 uh, so are you prefacing this by telling us you're giving us more bad recommendations? No, 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 no. Sometimes stuff is can be bad, but still a good time. Let's hear what's on this list. Number one. You guys remember a show called Mantis? Yes. Yeah. The <laughs> black guy who was in the wheelchair, but when he put on his exo suit, he fought crime? Yeah. Yes. Dope. Was cool. Okay. That was cool. Number two. Can I remember a show where there's a little lady called Jessica Alba, where she got her... I should she get her start, because she got her start in some Nickelodeon and Alex Mack. Secret Adventures of Alex Mack. Right. Put some respect but, on that name. That, <laughs> but, 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 she had her own TV series called Dark Angel. Yeah. You guys oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Angel was fun. Dope. Check it out. Three. The guy's not the superhero, but the car is Viper. Viper? You guys remember Viper? I remember Viper, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I love Viper. Sound like a was Knight Rider bootleg. Wasn't it, Viper it was. just Knight Rider? It definitely was just <laughs> No, it wasn't just Knight Rider. Knight Rider was a trans and Viper was a Viper, a Dodge Viper that I changed. Mean, you're right. You right. He changed from a regular Viper to a special Viper. Ooh. Viper. Okay. No, Kit never changed. Kit was always Kit. No, Viper Kit was changed. When he hit that no. button or whatever it was, things he temporal... No, no, but Viper was a regular Viper. Out. Then he pressed the button and he became this silver crazy viper so it changed colors it changed colors it changed style look viper was freaking awesome i don't want you listen just watch viper more okay? awesome than knight rider <laughs> no not more awesome just more 90s more 90s <laughs> was it knight rider 90s no no that was 80s, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 80s we're felt like two decades we're talking on the beach during the 90s yeah no no we're talking 90s we're talking 90s i apologize from a comic book from a comedy standpoint movie blank man Blank man's awesome yeah. Blank yeah. man is awesome yeah it's a good time by this recommendation list um okay. it's 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 90s it's 90s superhero content that's a good time which 
This thing felt like it was 90s, but it wasn't that good of a time. So watch this stuff. You'll feel it's actually from the period, so, and it's a good time. So you're giving us a list of things that if it were made today, we'd listed a four. But because we watched it back then when content, all content in the 90s was pretty bad, it would have been like a seven? Mm, no, that's not what I'm giving you. I'm giving, okay, so, keep going. <laughs> okay, I'm giving you content. So I'll preface this one more time for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this movie felt like it was out of 1992, right? Yeah, we all agree yeah, on that, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's better 90s, there's better stuff that's actually from that period that may be terrible, but it's fun and it's a good time and it's worth watching. Okay, that's the So this movie what? came out in 2022, felt like it was out of 92, but it was hot garbage. This stuff is out of 92, out of the 90s. It's, it's just fun, so you should watch it. And The Viper is awesome. So, so then the list is really content from the 90s that did not withstand the test of time. No, Jack. It's just fun superhero 90s content, Jack. Damn, okay, I'm Jack. sorry. <laughs> Keep going. What else is on the list? <laughs> and the last one is The Phantom, which was Billy Zane, which was a, which was, which was a cool movie. It was fun. The superhero guy. It was fun. Can I give a recommendation? Sure. Yeah. Is it Steel? No. Like If you guys want to watch anything good from the 90s as superhero, watch Lois and Clark. That's yeah, what, if, if the list but, also includes but, good but, stuff, right? What what I was trying to stray from was mainstream, was actually like, good. No mainstream, like you know DC Marvel stuff, because this thing was this thing does this thing doesn't align with any like major major universes, and neither does this list. This stuff yeah. is kind of like standalone. Then, then, you just then, totally missed the mark. Then watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joss Whedon made a wonderful series in the nineties. Yeah, and this is before he was outed for being a total douche. But he was a total douche then, so but just you not were outed because in the nineties stuff stuff was yeah. Yes. Fair. There you go. Oh, that was labored. Guys. <laughs> 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 This is our show, man. I don't really know what to say, but I hope you enjoyed us more than we enjoyed Samaria. Um, you can catch us anywhere, man. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We are on YouTube, man. We got some shows on YouTube. The debates we do here, the review, it's all on YouTube. We also have our unboxings. Chris is reviewing um, toys. Jack has his comic books. We're just dropping content all day, every day, everywhere. Make sure you write a review for this though because it helps with the algorithm then go over to YouTube hit that notification bell and become part of the family then go to Instagram follow <laughs> us there then go to TikTok follow us over yeah. there and then you know we can all just enjoy this geeky party together we'll be back same bat time same bat channel peace peace Hit that notification bell. 